This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland, and this is The Leader. Last weekend, opening up Tottenham's football stadium as a vaccination centre helped push the club's home borough of Haringey to the top of London's Daily Jabs League. Almost 4,200 doses were given. London's still lagging behind the rest of the UK for vaccinations, and this weekend, an appeal's going out to everyone over the age of 18 to get one. This time, Arsenal's getting involved, offering free tours of its Emirates stadium with every shot. The capital's within three million doses of hitting government targets to end lockdown. And our health editor, Ross Lydell, is here. Ross, London has been a bit behind here, so I'd imagine people will be very keen for Londoners, especially the younger ones, to get out there and get jabbed this weekend. There's a major effort underway as we speak uh, to get younger Londoners vaccinated. There's a massive clinic taking place at Arsenal's Emirates Stadium uh, for four days from today. Uh, about 10,000 jabs will be given out. These are the Pfizer jabs for the under 40s. And there'll be a number of other sports stadiums also taking part. Uh, last weekend, we had Chelsea and Spurs. Uh, this weekend, we also have Charlton again. Uh, we've got Watford, we've got Crystal Palace and a couple of rugby grounds, Saracens and Twickenham. So I think overall there's about 60-odd pop-up or walk-in clinics across London, but really the pressure is ramping up and the availability of jabs is really increasing as we sort of race towards the ending of lockdown. And they're looking to try and get, I think it's 3 million jabs done, isn't it? So when Boris Johnson delayed the ending of lockdown a week or two ago in his Downing Street briefing, he basically said that he wanted by July the 19th to have offered a vaccine to every person in the country over 18 and for two-thirds of adults to be double jabbed. Now, in London, what that means is that we have 6.9 million adults in London and to reach Boris's sort of two-headed target means that we've got 3 million more jabs to give out. We have to give out 1.8 million first jabs and 1.2 million second jabs. Uh, So we need to give out about 110,000 a day uh, we haven't actually achieved that in the past couple of weeks. So just to, um, if you like, inject a note of caution into the excitement here, or the uh, the target, it's going to be a really tough ask, but that is a target, three million more jabs in three and a half weeks. And you can see the urgency behind this when you look at the figures for the Delta variant and its continued spread, can't you? 
That's right. Well, today, Public Health England said that the number of Delta variant cases, this is the variant first found in India, which is causing all the concern because it's essentially um, more easily spread, had topped 110,000 across the UK. Now, in London, the boroughs with the, the highest number are the likes of Lambeth and Croydon, where there's been sort of 850, 160 cases found so far of this variant. So overall, you know, the, the figures yesterday or last night for London show there were 1,700 new cases of which the vast majority will have been Delta. The slightly better news is that there are still under 300 people in hospital in London with covid so vaccines are having an impact and very much the focus of the weekend's uh, efforts. And this is what uh, Sadiq Khan, the mayor, has said, is that he's really keen not only for younger Londoners to get their first jab, but for older Londoners to use this opportunity to, to get double jabbed, which will give them the greatest possible protection from Delta. But London does seem to have a particular problem with people not getting jabbed simply because they're not registered with a GP, doesn't it? I mean, how big an issue is that? It's a pretty big issue, especially in the younger population, because what we know is that a month or so ago, when Twickenham did the first mass vaccination walk-in clinic, it was probably the sort of end of May, about 11,000 young Londoners turned up to that, of which 4,500 didn't have a GP, weren't on the NHS system. So what it means, if, if you aren't registered with your local GP, then you won't get the automatic text message sent to you saying it's now your turn to come and get a jab. Now, obviously, the rules have changed slightly and that everybody over 18 is now entitled and there's not the same weight as there was before, you know, whether it was it had to be over 24 or 27 or 30. So vaccines are widely available to any adult now. And as Sadiq said last week, all you need is basically to have an arm and you can get a jab. Uh, but the administrative problem of not having a GP is seen as um, a problem because it doesn't essentially trigger the awareness in some people who may not be quite um, as aware of the the news, the overall situation, uh, that they're entitled to go and get a jab. And that's what they hope these walk-in mass clinics will do, essentially create excitement on social media. People are advised, they're encouraged to take pictures of themselves getting their jab and share it with their mates so that you then get a bit of a sort of Twitter or, or Insta rolling stone effect that, um, you know, word gathers and spreads amongst all these younger Londoners who um, may not be watching the telly at 10 o'clock and watching the news like you and I do. All of this is quite sobering really isn't it Ross I mean we're talking so much about lockdown restrictions being lifted we've been looking at trying to get that green travel list removed but it, this just shows that Covid really does remain a present danger doesn't it it's not going away uh, the, the, what would be slightly surprising is the government's um, intention to remove the requirement to wear a mask on public transport come July the 19th now many people might be thinking that doesn't seem to make sense really. I was on the uh, train last night going into town and probably you know more than 75% of people were wearing masks and there's every indication from surveys done by London Travel Watch that actually many Londoners want to continue wearing masks and also they see it as a vital part of using the tube and the buses and the trains that they want fellow passengers to wear masks too because of course it's not so much for your own safety that you wear a mask it's for the safety of others. I think the reality is that COVID is going to be around for a very long time but the, the sort of argument is well who are we wearing masks and socially distancing for because essentially if people have got themselves double jabbed then they should be largely very well protected from falling seriously ill 
so it becomes a matter of personal choice. But um, I think many people will think, yeah, they'll do the right thing. They'll get double jab, they'll wear a mask and they'll behave sensibly as we roll forward at the same time. You know, where I was last night, many people were out enjoying uh, a restaurant meal and a drink. And as the summer continues, yeah, there's still a great excitement to go out and enjoy London. This is why we're here after all. And that's the leader. We're back on Monday. Hit subscribe to make sure you don't miss it. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.